The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is came by now before we stopped, like, started actually recording. True, unless we keep this for the intro. I'm not keeping this for the intro. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast, the Tea and Cleaves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Okay, just claim them. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and listenable scenes that people may find offensive. This podcast may contain educational information. You know, you might think that you get into some education and for 90% of the people you'll get it, but it'll ultimately turn out to be useless after three years. So essentially you're paying a lot for nothing. Well, it's good to have this podcast free, isn't it? You really, you pay with your own time, don't you? And if I'm honest, sometimes when I listen to a podcast back, it's extortionate. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. I gave up on the German after welcome. Well, I'm T. You got Seesaw Podcast, that was in German. Yes, it was. We have a universal podcast of a universal language of love, respect, dignity and rudeness. There's, if we tend to reference anyone from Germany, it tends to be sort of wartime Germany. Though. <laughs> yes. So welcome to floor 205 of Seesaw Towers. It's grown exponentially, it seems. It's not as big as you say. You said it's 205 floors. Yeah. It's a lot of floors. I've never said they were all like going upwards. Sometimes you have different floors in different rooms. <laughs> How's things? Fine. I've got nothing for that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's good. You know what it is. Good. I am glad. Glad all over. How are you? I am good. I feel like really when we should come to these intros, we should really have something prepared. The only thing I need to prepare is a delicious meal for my friends mm-hmm. and then burn it before they come round. Why would you do that? Well, the burning or the making the meal? I mean, arguably both. If you're going to make a meal just to burn it, what's the point? Firstly, you become a nice person and secondly, you become not a nice person. You just wasted your own time, it sounds like. Well, I never said I'd put a lot of effort into the meal. You just said it was delicious. Yeah, but that doesn't... Like, I can order a Domino's pizza. It doesn't mean I put a lot of effort in, does well, it? you've not made it then, have you? I've made the effort into ordering it. Barely. Probably on favourites. What are you trying to imply? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> the, I'm gourmand. <laughs> no, just that, you know... There's some maybe. French for you. I know what gourmand is. Yeah, well, I'm just making sure I translate it for those who are not you. 
Okay. Oh, Save a definition. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, exactly. But on the topic of French, France, and all things French, today we're talking about university. And the link there is, Cleves, you actually went to university for French, if I recall. You recall correctly. I was expecting you to say, oui. And that would be the extent of all of your French. Vous remoncez correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Vraiment. There you go. It's the closest word I got for you. What does that mean? Truly. (laughs) Truly. It's not the same, though, is it? It's close. No, something could be true. Ah, it's context, mate. They use it in French, shut up. (laughs) Okay. Don't tell me about my failed subjects. So, firstly, why did you go to university to do French? I was good at languages at GCSE, then poor at languages at A-level, really down to my own negligence. And you thought throwing money at it would make you better again? Yeah, but it wasn't my money. And also, I had no other career path at that time. And everyone was just like, yeah, you may as well go to uni. I'm like, yeah, well, fair French. They're like, yeah, just retake it at college. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, all right then. And also... Holy University let me in with a failed French uh, A-level. For a French degree? Yep. Oh, they're desperate for people at that time. It was the first year that I went to university that they introduced tuition fees. So they were all desperate for that money. Wow. That says something about Hull University, if they will just take you on the course, even if you're wildly unqualified for the course. Uh, I wasn't wildly unqualified. I would say you're wildly unqualified if you failed the prerequisite courses. Um, I still had some UCAS points. They were just in different subjects. So what you're saying is based on that logic, if I see a diploma from Hull University on a doctor's surgery wall, I shouldn't be necessarily going to that doctor because they might be fully like, fluent in French, for example, but not medicine. Well, no, because they still would have gone to university, wouldn't they, to do the degree. They still would have got a medicine degree. It's just they would have failed medicine at A-level. I am the proof that you can go to university, learn absolutely nothing, and get a degree. Well, you did social sciences. Exactly. And you didn't try very hard. Exactly. But I've got a good enough degree that I could go and do a post-grad. I could go yeah, you do, do a post-grad. Yeah, sure. I could go do my PhD if I wanted. I'm not gonna. It's fruitless, isn't it? Why would I want to like have... Like, well, it is in that particular subject, yeah. Yeah. Why do I want to be a professor of social science so I could be more unemployable? I don't think that's possible. <laughs> well, I'm already employed. Yeah, but not in that area. I work within the education sector. You don't teach social sciences, do you? I do not teach social sciences, no. But I do teach people you in don't. some capacity. <laughs> if you think that, you're deluded. Sadly, sadly deluded. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's move on. You said you were having a good day, not anymore. No, no, it, it was a fantastic day. Like, work was good, it was slow, which was good, which meant I got to catch up on podcasts, just doing various bits and bobs, and now you ruined it. Yeah, they call me the ruiner. <laughs> it's that your lady friends, with that million reviews. Yeah. <laughs> he truly is the ruiner. Of vaginas. I was going to say, of, of expectations. Both, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. 
And if you want to rate Cleves, hit him up on his personal accounts. That's where all the fucking fake reviews come from. How dare you? <laughs> Jill Donner, 69. She loves it. <laughs> Jill Donner. Phil and Jill Donner. You son for the shit. Oh, okay, let's get back on track, shall we? You mentioned Newcastle points. In the UK, and we do have international listeners as well. This is this is not me mansplaining it all. UCAS points of like they're like credits, I suppose. I think like in the in the states you have like credits. So when you do certain qualifications and get certain grades, you get an X amount of points for them. And a university in the UK will give you a certain amount. Like they'll say you need to get this amount of points to get on the course. It doesn't necessarily mean they won't take you because they can just take you anyway. I mean, you made up your points with other t- other qualifications, other A-levels, to get on a French degree. I barely scraped through with my A-levels. I didn't do too bad with them, but I did a lot of, like, AS levels. Just to correct f- you as well, I didn't make up my points. I still didn't have enough points. It just took me. University Universities all around the country are desperate for people to do language courses. Huh. So if you want to get on a, on a, on a course, what I would say is, Go and do languages, and then just do what I did. Just change courses midway through the first semester. Download Google Translate to get you through that first semester. Yep. So, I didn't... Like, when you, you go to apply, like, you did your application yourself, and, like, they check your UCAS points and all that sort of thing. I don't know what UCAS stands for. So, I didn't actually do my application to university. I just said, I want to do this, and someone did all the applications for me. Because they're like, how can I help you in your future? By making you lazy. Uh, by making me lazy, basically. And there's no reason why I couldn't have done that. I had a lot of free time at like Blind College. Like, loads of free time. All right, all right, all right. They just opted to do it for me. Which also, it would be the reason why, even though I said I wanted to do social science across the board, and I gave them a list of universities, I got accepted. Like, what they call it when you don't have to, didn't have any prerequisite? Unconditional. That's it, isn't it? An unconditional offer for Southampton University for performance and dance because they'd put in the course code wrong on the application for Southampton. Don't know how they did it, but I got a letter through saying that I had an unconditional offer for that. Another one of those courses that you can get in because no one wants to do it. In hindsight, it probably would have been more useful than what I actually did. At least I could move on the dance floor. That's true. It's always always a good skill to have, to be honest. Yeah. So I didn't do my application, but I did get accepted to the same university as you because they had no standards. I got rejected everywhere else, but they had no standards. Who oh, was my backup uni? I'm not gonna lie. So did you? You said it was your backup. So like the accessibility and like how they were with disabled students played no part in your decision. Did Absolutely it? none. I went and walked around the. Uh... Actually, you know, I tell a lie. Actually, it partly did. So I went to look at the university. And the actual campus was all pretty self-enclosed and it was all right, get around stuff. But then I went to look at the halls and the main halls, I looked around and it was quite dark, even in the actual halls of residence parts, as well as the actual like dining area and stuff like that. So I deliberately went and had a look around later on at different halls of residence. It was still owned by the uni, but it was like a different block. It wasn't the main one. It was just off the main one. Still had like a hundred students in it or something, maybe two hundred, but it was different. It was it was lighter. Um, some of the meals were included with it, and I decided to go for that one instead because that one was more accessible for me. 
Huh. I mean, I, I didn't visit the university until I went. Like, I, I gambled. I say gambled. I really didn't want to go to university. Like, to be honest, that wasn't ever in my career plan. It was one of those classic, you're disabled, you need all the tools you can get, go to university. I didn't want to go. I was done with <laughs> anyone who knows how I was at college knew that I was done with sort of the academic side of things because I I just didn't have any enjoyment in it. So I was like, oh, I'm done, and I just half asked everything and just managed to get through. Like, it was one of those things that they just kept accepting me. I got accepted to colleges and then I accepted university, but in the bare minimum of effort. So I never actually wanted to go to university. So the whole point of visiting before I went was redundant because I didn't want to go. So I didn't really care. But when it came to actually accommodation, I knew I didn't want to go into halls. In hindsight, I would have gone back and probably done a year in halls of residency. But I was like, I'd already been living on my own at Blind College. Uh, because there was halls of residence at Blind College, and then I moved out to some of their external houses like quite quickly because the halls of residence were pissing me off, and the people around them were pissing me off. And you left on the weekend, so I had no sane people around me. Oh, that's so sweet. It's not sweet. You're the only tolerable person out of a bunch of incompetent oh, pricks. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but after I had that little little taste of the glory... I decided I didn't want to go back in the halls of residence because in my mind it was like the issue I had with the halls of residence at the Blind College was it's a bunch of young impressionable idiots who have never had any freedom doing stupid things and I thought if I can do that at uni it's just going to be the same thing minus the disability I didn't think there'd be any difference really there wasn't yeah that's why I was very I didn't have any appeal to it I was like I've, I've done that I did that for like four or five months I was sick of it so I'm "I'm going to external immediately and even then I didn't really choose that because we chatted and he was like oh you can move on with me and I was like okay fine so I didn't even give a shit then and just ended up in the house with you it was me you my wife a gay guy and a swamp monster not a lot's changed now well, apart from the gay guy and the swamp monster. Yeah, that's Wes. You're the gay guy. <laughs> and who's me? Your wife. Who's my wife? A uh, small ornament. <laughs> and I'm still me. <laughs> of course, you're still fucking you. Okay, so shall we get on to like, some disability-based stuff? Sure. Because we are a disability podcast. In the UK, there's a thing called Disabled Students Allowance. Was it Disability Students Allowance? I don't know. It's either one. Which essentially offers a grant to give you accessible equipment for your studies. I got this. You got this. Pretty good scheme. I'm not going to knock it. It's a better version of access to work. So how did yours, like, what did you ask for on yours? I didn't. They came in and they tested me and like, oh, they gave me a little sight test and was like, oh yeah, he's pretty fucked. See what we can give him. And, and then they basically just gave me a list of stuff like, do you want this laptop? Yes. Do you want this scanner? Not really. And then they basically turned around to me, well, you may as well take it because they'll give it you. I was like, yeah, right then. Do you want a printer? Yeah, sure, whatever. Do you want this? Yeah, why not? Magnifiers? Sure. 
I just basically said yes to everything. And uh, then if they didn't give it me, then screw it. I ain't lost anything ever. That's fair. Everything was pretty high spec as well at the time. Yeah, mine was the same. I got a decent laptop. I uh, got a scanner, even though I didn't really use it. I got accessible software, Zoom text. Pricey shit, that Ooh, is. Ooh, that's expensive. I got a... Another one. I can't remember what it's called. I didn't get Zoom text. Supernova. No, it wasn't Supernova. I didn't want any of that stuff. I got Kurtzvian, it was called. And it was a program there where you would scan in books and it would read it out. So it was sort of like how you would digitise your books. Very expensive, again, like ridiculously expensive. Of course, now you can get apps on your phone that do that for free. I use one to read letters and it cost me absolutely nothing. So something that used to cost like eight, nine hundred pounds is now worthless because of the app store. So I hope they invested their money. I love the time that we live in. It is convenient, but I can't I can't say that the irony isn't that it bankrupted a lot of businesses. Maybe they sold the tech. Maybe. So just the, the same with students and I'm not sure how much you get, but essentially if you need they'll just You won't jump through hoops, that's the point. They just come in, test you and be like, Yeah, here it is. And that's what happened with me. And it was great. It was great. And then even then, I, I got some stuff down the line as well because they have their budget. And I just went back and said, can I have some more of this? And they went, yeah, of course you can. Like, you still have the money there because it's a government provision. So it was great. All that shit gets delivered before you go to uni as well. So you've got it for when you're actually there. Yeah, I got mine a few weeks before we started so I could get acclimatised. And they said, oh, do you want an expert? Like, come in to do, like, accessibility stuff with you, training. I was like, no, I'm good, pretty tech-savvy. So, yeah, it was decent. Like, if you're in the UK, definitely get Disabled Students Allowance because you're entitled to it and you get some good shit. Even if you don't think you'd use it, this is money in a budget, in like, a government budget. At the time as well, it was the best way to watch porn. You couldn't just stream it on your phone, could you? Really, it was laptop-based porn that you wanted. I mean, yes. Or you could go out and get yourself a, a copy of Razzle. The old school. <laughs> Analogue porn. Yeah, yeah. So that's not the only disabled uh, benefit that you would get at university. You could also get disabled students' bursary. Now, I never knew about this. Apparently, I got it, according to Cleves. You would have got it automatically if you'd have ticked the disabled box on your application form with the UCAS. But most universities give out disabled students' bursary. It's not a lot. When you get your maintenance loan, it normally comes with that, and it's normally about 200 quid. So What a year? Uh, and it would have been every time you got paid your maintenance loan, which is, what, twice a year, maybe? Huh. So, tw- like, once a term. It's only, like, 200 quid, and it's nothing but better than nothing. Couple of nights out? Yeah. Couple of food shops, depending on the food shops. Oh, mate, in Hull, I could go out for a night out and come back and only ever spend 20 quid. And we used to eat garbage as well. Yep. The most I ever spent was on takeaways. Even then, we made that cheap. You used to get three pizzas for a tenner. I know, it was fucking disgraceful. (laughs) Disgracefully cheap. It was. was, You go on pizzas, but essentially it was a circular piece of bread, some like... Tomato sauce and cheese, that's what a pizza is. It is, but there was no effort put into it, was it? Like, they were terrible, oh, terrible pizzas. I thought they were all right. I think you just got... This is what I'm talking about, your southern snobbery. I'm not southern. You're disgusting. Sn- I am southern. I'm not slot. This pizza's not good enough for me. It has to be a million times better made by fucking some Italian chef flown in specifically from Italy. 
fried right in front of me in a pizza oven. Fried? Yeah. You have no idea how pizza's made, do you? Fried in an oven. For shit. No, I'm not the one who has to hire in his own chef to do it, so... No. You've probably got John F. Domino coming round to your house <laughs> to make it. John F. Domino. <laughs> I hope that's his fucking name. In fact, I would be happy. His friends call him John Dom. John. <laughs> I'd be happy if his last name was just Domino. Well, yeah, it's a family name, isn't it? I don't think it is. I mean, it was. No. I assume that's how they, you know, they're called in Italy. <laughs> I think it's Italian, Heimer. Whatever. You're the pizza expert, apparently. <laughs> apparently so. You're so full of shit. <laughs> you fucking wanker. Oh, so getting about campus, how did you find that? Um, at the time, I was pretty much still in denial about my disability, so I walked around and I tried to use my stick as little as possible, even when it was dark. I really only used it in extenuating circumstances. I would use maps. I got all of the maps for the premises and, and I would plot them based on the points of reference that I knew. Oh, that's a good one. And then I would use my long cane and I would essentially just do it that way. The problem would be if I made any mistake, I was fucked. Because I didn't carry these maps with me. I didn't want to be the guy like putting his maps down on the bench with a long cane going, oh, okay, where the fuck did I go? <laughs> get on my compass and check the sun? <laughs> I'm not going to be that dickhead. So well, I did just that. go back to your previous reference point. Well, I did a few times, but sometimes you end up behind a building and there's dumpsters and a fountain for some reason. You're like, where the fuck am I? So that's what I did to begin with. Did you have a buddy? You mentioned there was a buddy system at some point. A lot of universities will have uh, a disabled student services and they will pair you with a buddy. And you can do it for the entire like year, I think. But at least for the beginning, like, I was offered, like, do you want a buddy? who will basically take you to all your lectures and your seminars. You just need to meet them. And essentially it was like pairing you up with someone who was already on your course or a few people on your course so that they would meet you and then take you around campus. Was your disability someone that was actually already there? Like they're not a fresher as well? No, no, I believe it was like a second, third year. Okay. Like someone who knew the premises, knew where all these places would be taking part, you know what I mean? A lot of universities will have something like that. So disabled student services, they will work very closely with like their volunteers and stuff like that to like get you around campus if you need that. A lot of universities are really accessible as well. Like they go out of their way to make themselves accessible. So for other needs, they're really good. Like really forward thinking. So always hit up your disabled student services. Like they're really useful. I didn't get the buddy in the end because like you, what it is, a disability buddy, disability buddy. Because I, I didn't want them to be disability buddy accountable. Disability buddyable. Yeah. So I was like, nah, it's, it's fine. I'm stubborn. I'm in denial. I was like, nah, I'll do it myself. I thought you went to Hull, not Egypt. <laughs> shit. Dad jokes for days. <laughs> so as far as I'm making my course accessible as well, that was all down to me. Like That's what disabled students allowance was kind of there to do. So whiteboards or anything like that, no chance. Like, I didn't have printouts or anything like that. None of that was provided for me. Yeah, but you need to ask the 
lecturers in advance to do that. I did, but some of them just didn't do it. Mm. That's not fair, but that happens. That depends on the like lecture. All the, all the course notes were online after the lectures anyway. Yeah, but sometimes they'd go into like anecdotes and stuff like that, and that would help support like a lot of the things they were discussing. So what I ended up doing is recording all the lectures because I had uh, a camera on it, and I would just say to them, are you happy with me recording this because I need like to be able to review it? So sometimes they say, yeah, that's fine, or they say, oh, I need voice, and that's what I would do. As long as you check, generally they're always happy with it. And if you don't check, make sure they never find out. I mean, they're not going to find out unless you start playing it back to them. But that's always something you can do as a, a student, like record. Even if you're at college, or even if you're at school, like if you can't read the board or something like that, ask them if you can record it, and like get them to read stuff out, and then just record, because that way you always going to have a reference. Especially now on your phones, like phones are great. Did you do anything, though, to make it accessible? I also had one of those. Uh, it was a dictaphone at the time. Got it free on uh, the disability students' allowance. Was it like a little tape recorder? No, it didn't have tape. It was a digital one. I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Fuck me. Did you do your own mixtapes on it as well? Yeah, yeah. Worked them into a DJ set. Sweet. Uh, the only other thing I can think about, like, accessibility-wise, um, I got a few extensions for exams, especially, um, like, if you're doing exams... You could ask for extra time, so don't be afraid oh to ask Oh my god, you got extensions? I got extensions on the time for my exams. Oh, you late? Oh, all right, go on, sorry. Extensions for exams, yeah. Exams, yes. And I also got one extension for my dissertation as well, for two weeks. Ah, and that's where I was going to come in and call you a lazy fuck. I was a lazy fuck, but... And you played the disabled card. I played the disabled card. You <laughs> scumbag. It's people like you... That give disabled people a bad name. No, I don't. I was lazy, but I'm going to call it disability so I can get an extension. But honestly, if you do need more time because it's it's harder for you to like read the material, it takes longer to do that, and your research takes longer. You can ask for extensions, and usually they'll say, "Yeah, fine," but it's got to be realistic. Do you know what? Right, you got an extension for that, and I got fucking E. coli. Like it was about two months, wasn't it, where I couldn't fucking eat anything. Basically shat rusty water for two months. And I could barely move it the first, like, week. Stop going to Egypt, then. Get, keep no, it wasn't even that, was it? Like, I didn't go to Egypt any time than that. I'm just saying. Can you get Ferris belly? Got it at college, got it at university. Stop going to Egypt. And even had a doctor's note, and they still didn't give me any extra time. But you, you just went, oh, I'm a bit blind. And they're just like, oh, yeah, fine, here you go. Here's a fucking extra week. Pretty much, well, two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Bullshit. You need to know how to schmooze. Uh, that's what I learned from Southampton. No, you didn't. You just, you just played the disability card. Why didn't whereas you? Whereas I... I didn't think I'd need to. The fact that I had E. coli, I thought would be enough. Nah, you can still write Plus, I don't lie to people about my disability, because it gives disabled people a bad name. You can sit on the toilet with your laptop. Oh, I couldn't, mate. Well, maybe you should have. I was too preoccupied. What, with rusty water? Yeah. Also, there, on a serious note, there is a form as well that you can submit with your coursework to say that you are disabled and it gives you a, some amount of leniency if, for example, you know, you, your spelling's a bit off here and there and things like that. Yeah. That is a thing as well. Like, if you've got dyslexia or visual impairment or something like that or ADD, like, 
you can just use these forms to. I'd, I'd say if you're disabled, I'd take the advantage because some some lecturers are fine. Others can be massive dicks. Yeah, even if you can't be fucked to spell check it or go back through your work, just play the disabled card and, you know, it's easy, enough. Get an extension for two weeks. You fucking scum, you know that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? We weren't on the same course. You don't know how hard I had it. No. No, but I do know how much you procrastinate. <laughs> so what if I drank a lot, ate a lot of pizza and watched a lot of Bargain Hunt? You also did those things. Yeah, I also got my uh, stuff in on time, despite having E. coli. True, but we got the same mark in the end. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. You got a 2-2 two, two and I got a 2-1. I got a 2-1, mate. No, you didn't. I did. You're full of shit. <laughs> Once again, Cleves comes out on top, despite everything. Yeah, but, yeah. You got a 21, I got a 22. It's a high mark, isn't it? You can look at it like that, yes. Yeah, I'm going to look at it that way. My sister got her results back recently, and uh, she got the same grade as me, and I, I said to her yesterday, oh, I was so glad when you told me that uh, you hadn't beaten me. She's not disabled either, so she had an advantage. She's not disabled, but she does have a kid. Pretty much disabled. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of parents who act like it fucking is. Okay, let's round it out very quickly with students' unions. I don't want to go too much into students' unions. The only thing that I will say is if you don't feel like the university is helping you out as much as you need as a disabled person, even though I didn't get involved in a students' union, you can go to them and they have like a disabled students' network, student services, all that sort of stuff. So they will be able to help you if you feel like the university is not helping you enough or if, for example, you have E. coli, they don't give you an extension, but you're also disabled you can go to Students' Union and they will fight your battle for you and just say no. If that happens, then you've played the wrong card, it seems. Yeah, but even then, the Students' Union will back you up. Mm. They have a lot of power over the university, like surprisingly quite high amounts. Well, I used to sit on the board at Hall for the disability, I don't know what it was called back then. Well, it'd be disabled like Disabled Students and Network Board or something, or something anyway, Disabled yeah. Students Board. And they used to meet once a month and discuss issues that were happening around the university occasionally things got done most of the time the meeting was just there for a few disabled students to bitch about the problems uh and they used it as a fucking therapy session so i used to leave pretty much halfway through and if i get my point out before uh anyone else starts speaking i'd always go first because i didn't have the time for it but what i'm saying is it's a mixed bag i mean you don't have to join the committee you don't but that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of shit that the committee are talking. You can raise your your problem to the committee, but a lot of the time they just sit around and use it as a fucking free for all and tell them tell each other how much their life sucks. Just like Twitter, to an extent, yeah, yeah. But IRL. But there are there were some good things that came out of it. Stuff did eventually get done. Just don't expect to get done straight away. Just like anything disability, if something's going to be any effort for anyone, it will take time. Yeah, it's like if you ask Stephen Hawking. R.I.P. to make a sandwich, it will get done, but don't expect any time soon. That is true. That's a very weird metaphor. But it'll take even longer now. I mean, <laughs> Professor Hawking, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's an inappropriate sort of metaphor. Just, just saying. Okay, you got anything else to say about universities? No. So, summarise... I think when you go to university, if you're disabled, at least go for a course that you're going to get some tangible results out of it, like it's going to help you with employment. Oh, God, please do that. Please don't take 
dance. Yeah, don't take stupid courses which you think that'd be good I'm interested in that because if there's no jobs at the end or there's an oversaturation of jobs, you're not doing yourself any favours, especially when you're paying a lot of money for it. Do something where there's tangible jobs at the end. An easy way to find this out is ask on Twitter or Facebook, see what jobs disabled people with similar conditions to you are doing. Good advice. Find out what they're doing, who, who are actually working. I guarantee there's a trend, not necessarily in the industry, but with the skills that they're using. And then maybe that's where you should be focusing your time and effort and ultimately your money to. Or if you find that it's the sort of thing that they're not qualified in anything, then maybe university is something that you don't need to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that's another option. All over the world, like you can get qualified in all sorts of crazy like crazy things without going to university. There's always other options out there. But if you do go to university, there's lots of help. There's financial help. There's literal people will help you around the campus, the university. Just do your research. Even though I didn't choose my university based on like how good they are with disabled students and you didn't, I'm sure there are going to be some that are better than others. So again, social media, find out where the best ones are. I would say... Always go to the university open days, scope out the universities, find out what might be accessible for you. I know for me, having said that, having looked around the halls, I chose the different halls based on my accessibility needs. So it is a thing. Go look around, see what's see what works for you. Yeah, I agree. So we'll chat about next week, Cleves. Ah, oh, surprise! Fuck! They get educated on surprises. Okay, I'm done. Good. See ya! Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You'll find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.